beautiful? Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. I am so glad you're here. It is summertime. We're in the middle of summer now. People are starting to see the end of summer coming and wondering what to do with their children for school. And so for the next four weeks, we are going to focus on homeschooling. We're going to be doing a short series on homeschooling. I homeschool my kids. I have five of them that are going to be in school this coming year, and there's been a ton of interest about homeschooling these days, and I've heard from many families that they need help deciding if homeschooling is for them, and if so, how to do it. So I'm going to be answering all these questions in the coming weeks, and I even have a couple of guests lined up with whom I'll be having conversations about some of the different aspects and the many different ways to homeschool. So I'm excited about this. This is going to be a fun series to dive into. Now, if you've never considered the possibility of homeschooling, or you feel like you're already set in what you're going to do, I want you to stick around because even though we're focusing on homeschooling, much of what I'm going to share relates to all parents everywhere, regardless of the type of education you are choosing for your children. So let's jump in. Today, we're going to go to the foundation. This is the heart and why of homeschooling. I'm going to be sharing a lot of this from my own personal perspective. I was raised in a homeschooling family. My husband was went, went to public school and was homeschooled at various times of his life. And so that is our experience. And when we got married and started having kids, we just felt from the Lord that we were supposed to homeschool our kids. And so why? Why would we choose to do that? Well, first of all, we believe from the scripture that God commands parents to teach their children. He wants us to teach them to know the ways of God. Deuteronomy 11 verses 18 to 22 says this. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you're getting up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors. Be careful to obey all these commands I am giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. 
I just love that last part. Show This is how we show love to the Lord, by walking in His ways and holding tightly to Him. And that is what we want to teach our children. We want that to be the central focus, the central point of our children's education is knowing the ways of God, falling in love with the Lord, and showing their love for Him by walking in His ways. Parents... All parents are in charge of their children's education. Regardless of where your children are learning, whether they're learning at home, whether they're in a public school setting or a private school setting or a neighbor's home, wherever they are, you as the parent, you are in charge of your parent of your children's education. Remember that. Because it's easy for us to think, well, I'm not a teacher. I don't know what I'm supposed to teach, so we'll just let somebody else be in charge of my children's education. No, you can bring other people alongside and you can direct and send your children somewhere to learn something, but you as the parent, you are in charge of your children's education. One of the um, big things for us in choosing to home educate our kids is that we want to disciple our children. We had a session, uh, we had an episode just a couple times ago about how discipling is the, is the reason behind our discipline. And discipleship, which is what Jesus did with his followers, that discipleship um, comes so beautifully and so naturally with homeschooling. It just fits together so well because we're with our children a lot. We are the ones that are teaching them about everything in life. And they are being discipled by something, no matter where they are. So if they're in our home and we are discipling them, we are teaching them and training them, then they're being discipled by us. Other places, they might be being discipled by the world or by worldly people. Are they being discipled by the TV? What are they being discipled by? It's something that we need to just, as parents, we all need to be paying attention to this. Who is discipling our children? And we believe that it is our responsibility to disciple them. God gave them to us. They are ours. They are our responsibility to raise up and train up in the way that they should go. And we want to honor the Lord in their education. Another one of our desires in home educating our kids is we want them to have a biblically based education. We want to teach them about creation. We want to teach them that God is the foundation of everything in the world. We want to have them memorize scripture and learn how to hear God's voice as part of their education. We just want all of this to be organically worked into their lives through their through their education, even how, when they're learning math and science. We can look at that from a biblical perspective and not just look at it from an evolutionary or a worldly perspective. Another big point is we want to protect our children from evil. All parents want to protect their children from evil. There are evil people in the world. There are evil agendas in the world. And like it or not, a lot of our culture is going that way. Um, There is huge, huge concerns that we have with the way that sex ed is taught and the age that it's taught at. In our state, they recently passed legislation where they start teaching very graphic sex ed, even in kindergarten. You guys, this is disgusting. It is so against God. It is so against morality and the ways of the Lord to teach little kindergarteners 
the evil that they're teaching them about their bodies and about their friends and how inter- and interactions that they're having. Oh, I've seen some of the some of the curriculum and it just breaks my heart. And unfortunately, there is also just a ton of propaganda. They're rewriting history. They're trying to make things out to be different than it really is. And so we're choosing not to go along with that. We're choosing to protect our kids from evil and to teach them the truth. One of the great benefits of homeschooling that I love so much is that we can have an individualized education for each child based on their strengths. Now, this just isn't possible in a large classroom. You can't teach to multiple kids strengths in a large classroom. It just is the way it is. And so when you have a classroom of even five kids, but they're all in their different levels, you can be able to focus on them one at a time. You're going to have individualized time. You're going to be able to recognize their strengths and their weaknesses, and you're going to be able to go with that and focus on the things that they are wanting to do and that they're going to thrive in. And at the same time, you're going to be able to grow their weaknesses in an uplifting way, not in a way that's derogatory or makes them feel stupid or shamed because they may be at a different level than their peers. The nice thing is when you're homeschooling, you don't really have the same, you won't necessarily have kids all in the same grade. And so they won't be fighting and competing with one another, but they'll be able to learn at their own pace and learn in a way that will give them Um, encouragement and just keep them on the right track and having a learning mentality. And that goes right into the next point that we want to create a family culture of learning. We want to teach our kids to love to learn. If they can love to learn, then they can learn anything and they will be learning their entire life. So school doesn't end when you're 18 or when you're 22 or when you're 35, you know, graduating from high school or college or with a master's degree or a doctorate degree, like school doesn't end then learning doesn't end then. And so we want our children to be able to have this desire and this love for learning that will last them their entire life because learning lasts a lifetime. It is so good. Our education at home is not peer focused. So we're not, like I said before, we're not competing among peers. We're not focusing on what other people are doing, but we're able to create this family culture that will, that creates this um, beautiful connection between all of us and where we can also be learning similar things in different ways. So sometimes even in our homeschool, we will have different kids learning the same thing, but they're able to make different applications in their own lives from it. Another big benefit that I will mention (laughs) is that there can be a flexible schedule. We have a lot of children and so This is just a side benefit for me that I don't have to do a lot of school running and drop-offs and pickups and, you know, for multiple ages and multiple grades and potentially even multiple schools with all the age ranges that we have and having little babies that are trying to nap at the same time and all this stuff. So that's just an added benefit for me that I don't have that logistical challenge. Um, But we love the flexible schedule that homeschooling gives us. My husband sometimes has different or unusual times that he can take off of work. And guess what? We can go on vacation in October or we can go on vacation in February and not be concerned about missing school 
because we can just start school when we want to and we can add on some if we need to at the end or we can take our books on the road and learn there. So there's a lot of flexibility with homeschooling that we really love. And finally, I love that with our homeschooling program, our kids can just play and be children. There's no homework. There's not lots of sitting. They just do their, they do their work. We do lots of reading. We do lots of going. We do schoolwork outside sometimes. We do schoolwork on the couch. We do schoolwork wherever it fits to be, sometimes even in the car. But they can have extra time at home where they can play and just be children and grow their big muscles and work, uh, work together and do chores together and have lots of free time where they can be learning and growing in that way as well. Now, if you already homeschool or if you're planning on it, I want you to think about your why. Think about your why. The why really helps on those days when you're just ready to throw in the towel. And I promise you those days do come. There are days when you get to the end of the day and you're just like, what are we even doing? I'm sending all the kids to school tomorrow. And then it's so helpful to be able to think about your why. And if you're wondering about homeschooling, I just want to tell you there is no bad reason to pull your kids out of school. There's no bad reason. You are an amazing mom. You are a wonderful parent. And if you have a feeling or a check in your spirit that you think you might need to homeschool, there is no bad reason for pulling your kids out of school. You can do it. You can do it. If you think you don't have what it takes, I want you to stay tuned for our next episode, and I'm specifically going to address this, as well as many other myths that surround homeschooling, like socialization. Hey, it's question time. We have a homeschool question today, and that is from Nicole. She says, how do you manage homeschooling a variety of ages and different children with different personalities? This is a question I get asked a lot in my family as we homeschool. First of all, number one, first recognize that God has equipped you as their mom to teach them, and there is no better teacher. Number two, God gave you each child, and he will give you grace for each one. He cares about them more than you do. He cares about them more than you do. Don't forget that. Now, practically, I would say combine your kids in subjects as often as you can and choose a curriculum that will help you with this. I'm going to tell you what we use that makes combining our kids a breeze when we get to part three of this series. But combination, combining kids is absolutely brilliant. If you have a way that you can be teaching one child science and another child is listening in and a third one is helping with the experiments, you can have three kids doing the same science and they're all learning kind of at their own level. The older ones will get more out of it. The middle ones will get a little bit out of it and the younger ones will enjoy it and think it's really fun and can get that love of learning. But you can combine those kids And they're all going to be learning something at their level. There are some subjects you can do this with. And then some, of course, like math or handwriting, language arts, those kind of things are more individualized and level specific. But anything that's not level specific, 
that doesn't have to build on itself like that, um, then those things can be combined. And it's really, really nice to be able to do that. Also, make your schedule work for you and change it if it's not. So there are times when I need to do things with my older kids during nap time when my babies are napping because I can't always get to them when the babies are up. So we can just adjust our schedule to work for us. And that helps us be able to manage homeschooling a variety of ages because I can work with the, maybe I can do a fun thing with the littler, with younger school kids while the babies and toddlers are around. And then when they're all napping, I can take time with the older kids to do something that's more in depth with them that they need me more specifically for. You're also going to be able to teach your kids to work independently when it's feasible for their age. Even my kindergartner, I will get him started on something and then let him finish with me helping somebody else. So like he'll be doing his handwriting or something and I will start him and show him how to do the make an O, for example, and then I'll let him do it once or twice while I'm watching him. And I'll say, that's great. Now finish this line and then let me know when you're done. And then I will move on to do something else with somebody else. And that works so well for us. So if you can teach your kids to work independently, it is extremely helpful because then they can be getting stuff accomplished, their schoolwork accomplished while you're helping the other kids. My older kids do probably half of their schoolwork independently. And we have a list so they know which subjects they can do on their own. And they just start ticking off that list first thing. And then I interrupt them and say, all right, come together. We're going to do this thing that we can combine all together. And then you can go back to what you're doing. And so they work independently a lot. And that is really helpful. Also, I just want to mention this, that that is an absolutely incredible skill for them to have throughout their life, to be able to be self-starters and work independently. And that is a huge benefit that I've had in my own life from being homeschooled. Another thing you can do is to batch subjects if you need to. So every once in a while, if we feel like we're really behind on a specific thing, we might just do an entire day of science or an entire day of history, or we'll take like an entire day and re kind of relearn some math that we've missed. And so you can do that. You can just have like a day here. This is a science day. Or sometimes I've actually even done a individual kid day where I've said, okay, today everybody's off school except for these two kids. And these two kids are going to work with me on this thing. And then we'll just work that out. Now, the great thing about homeschooling is you can always change things up as needed. You can go and do school outside and maybe that will keep a few people like occupied or you can keep an eye on the, on other ones while you're reading a book book or something. Um, or you can have school in a fort or you can think of all different kinds of things to do, but you can always change things up when you're homeschooling. That's a really, really helpful thing to do. Now, hopefully that was really helpful for your question about managing a variety of ages and children. You guys, I need your homeschool-related questions. I'm going to be working on a resource for you um, so that you can have an easy reference for some of these big questions. So send them to me at kirstenvossler.com forward slash ask me. And that is all for today. Next week, we were doing part two. Can you do it? Do you have what it takes to homeschool? And what about socialization, etc.? Would you share this episode today? Just hit that share button. You can see the three little dots, push that, and you'll see a share thing. And you can send it to someone you know who might be considering homeschooling or post it on your social media. 
I bless you with grace as you mother your children this week, that you will know the presence of God in your family as you teach your little ones His ways, as you drive together, as you eat together, as you sit together, and as you tuck them in bed at night. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week, and remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.